0: Welcome to Life with My Spouse Podcast. My name is Kenyatta.
1: And I am Robert, and today we're gonna to be talking about growing up. What's up, Kenyatta? My beautiful wife, you.
0: Hi, I'm doing good. How you doing, Robert?
1: I am doing better now. So oh. you want to start this podcast, Life with My Spouse. It's so why tell them why you want to do this
0: well we mutually wanted it but one (laughs) one of the main reasons is because we have been doing spiritual guidance and when i say guidance doesn't mean we're not counselors we would talk to loved ones friends that need some um some guidance uh, regarding spiritual things in their marriage because of things that were tearing them apart in different various ways we saw success in it with the very few. Well, outside of the few, we decided, you know what? We really want to maybe go more global. Maybe it'll be able to bless more people if we do it in a, a podcast form. So that's right. Why.
1: Well, and also one of the things when people have access to you and they have all of these marital you know, issues and stuff like that, because the people we were doing this with were not strangers to us. Many times they were people who were in tight-knit relationships with us and so we would give them the, you know advice and go over scriptures and all this other type of stuff now the advice part you know it's our opinion things that you know we do or think are good ideas you know based on the wisdom that God has given us you know we share that with other people but when you're given someone that high quality of not only friendship but we was inviting these people into intimate settings in our home There's a lot of phone calls that come after that.
0: (laughs) Yes, it it is. There's a
1: lot of follow-up. It's a lot of, uh, man, guess what he done now? Guess what she done next, you know? Um, And so we was like, maybe what we need to do is we can can do a podcast. We have YouTube. We have something where we could say, you know, go watch that video. (laughs) We have a handful of people that we still like, kind of do that with and and they're the only ones there we're not adding anybody <laughs> else they're the only ones we love them dearly and um I think we've only lost um you know people that just literally got divorced I think it was two couples that actually got divorced we actually had a couple that were divorced mm-hmm. and they're um yeah well no it didn't work. <laughs> they were divorced, <laughs> and they were trying to get married again. And I don't think it worked. <laughs> but um, they are—they took
0: the knowledge that they learned, and they're it to new relationships. So that it, they to know new
1: relationships, what, and they yeah. thank us to this day. They thank yeah. us. You know, yeah. they they really thank us. And so you know, that's beautiful. Now, what did you learn during you know us doing the spiritual uh, guidance stuff? What did you learn about people?
0: A lot of their struggles are really similar in many ways. Now it has a different face, a slightly different situation. However, right. the answers are usually the same. It's for most situations, and and it's like seems like uh, God's way tends to be the the way. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> and how we describe that? You need a counselor if you're struggling with how you feel, why you feel. You need a counselor. You need a licensed professional, somebody that can come and preferably uh, uh, someone who's a Christian and who has you know who know who understands Bible and they understand the the science of of counseling. Because what they can do is they can help deal with all of those feelings that you had. You you know that's that's important. Now, when you come into a preacher or a teacher of God's word who. Who doesn't specialize in counseling? They just, you know, we just kind of specialize in God's Word. We don't. The feelings part of it is is secondary. What's right. primary is your faith. Yeah, you must be in a spiritual position to want to receive from God. If you're, That's if right. you are not, if you're, if you're just coming to somebody to to have some type of spiritual guidance and you're just like, fix us, (laughs) 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 but you're in your feelings and -hmm. you're not ready for faith, Mm -hmm. then I don't care. The Bible can't help you. It it, it won't help you. It it won't, it won't seem as if it's making sense or is applicable to your circumstance or situation. As a matter of fact, it would seem as if it is too simplistic for you. And so to, to not, Be ready to believe, you know, you don't need to speak to somebody for spiritual guidance. You need a counselor. If if you feel like leaving, if you feel like, you know, this is the end or you shouldn't be here, then you need, you need a professional counselor, a licensed professional, somebody who can deal with Bible and your feelings that's true but if you're just if it's not all about your feelings you're seeking god i'm I'm seeking wisdom from god then that's where people who are your friends people you are in fellowship with you know bible groups small groups you know your elders at church People who don't necessarily specialize or have a degree in counseling and stuff like that, they can help you because they can maybe share life experiences and scripture with you to help you say, you know, maybe there's another option because divorce, (laughs) divorce is horrible. (laughs) Don't you think divorce is bad for couples?
0: I think it's horrendous (laughs) for (laughs)
1: I don't use avoided. a strong enough word.
0: <laughs> it's horrendous.
1: <laughs> it, that sounds like something that eats you up. That's like teeth. It's horrendous. Right, yeah. There's right? a
0: popular yeah. saying you used to say, like to say when you uh, refer to divorce. What do you call it, Robert?
1: It's a living death. <laughs> it's a living death, especially if it, it's um, if you have children. Yeah. it's a living death if you don't have children. Um Whatever happened, it didn't work, right? But you never really leave them, you know. And if, no. if you don't like each other, if you like, mm-hmm. if you don't get along, it's it's like you constantly got to deal with this person. You constantly got to care about their opinions. You constantly got to follow their instructions with something. Especially, like I said, especially if you have children. I mean, because right. you know, everybody still have games. Everybody still go to school. Everybody still got clothes. Everybody still got... You know these kids still have a life tied up with both of you, and if you don't get along with each other, you constantly got to hear their voice. You constantly got to deal with their opinions. You constantly got to deal with their family. It is like take me now. I mean, <laughs> I can, I need, I, I'm tired of listening to you. I don't want to be around you, but I constantly got to make provisions for you, and it never, it never goes away. You know, so. Fortunately, in my case,
2: yeah,
1: I've been married. I'm married again. Um, I was married before, and me and my ex-wife, we are the best of friends. That is my right. buddy, and I, you know, I love her. And in the type of love that I have for her, is the love of a brother or sister. Mm-hmm. It is, it is more of a love of just family. You know, like I look mm-hmm. out for her. I, I, I want to make sure she's good and she's okay. Um, you know. We it's 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 it is a of pure love. I mean, we laugh and we can laugh and talk. Um we are better as friends than we ever was married. And cause mentally I was I was not mature enough, you know, to be married, you know, yeah. at that time when I was married to her. I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. But we get along well. You know, we all are friends. Your friends would her, right?
0: I am. It's unusual for people to see us on the outside. <laughs> However, it's because-
1: That we thing have, is so weird. I don't they know think why. That is so weird. Why is it weird that people get along? Why? Is I mean, it weird?
0: I think it's weird because maybe not spiritually as mature. Like we have, the, we have the same agreement. I want you. She doesn't want you. So there <laughs> is no- <laughs>
1: She doesn't want me at all.
0: What's the problem? <laughs> there is no problem.
1: We we are all Christians. We mm-hmm. all um, we all go to church. We all celebrate a special occasions. That's a beautiful thing. For mean, those people who really don't get along with each other, it's a living death. It is a living yeah. death. And um, just to be friends again, it's going to take your faith. Uh, do you have anything you want to add to that? Because I want to give a warning. <laughs> I want to. I want to make sure I say this before it slips my mind. But if you want to add anything to that, I'm
0: trying to think of anything else I can add to. Um, mm-hmm. but honestly, y'all,
1: get, y'all get along really well, and yeah. um, you don't have any problem with our relationship. You know, my relationship with her, her relationship with me, and do you? Mm-hmm. You, you know, is you know, Christian friendship and love, right?
0: It's nothing inappropriate. It's um, friendship and two parents talking about the kids. I mean, you all need to talk. We right. need to make sure these kids are all right. So that I think it's fine.
1: I do want to say this. This show and mm-hmm. nothing that we're saying is applicable to people who are in dangerous situations.
0: That's right.
1: That is okay. Right. If you are being abused, if you're being neglected or something has happened to you that is against the law mm-hmm. or is just a violation of. Your rights. Then -hmm. you need to get out of that situation. Yeah, you know you need to get out of that situation. And I don't have to quote a bunch of Bible verses to tell you that there's nothing in the Bible that says that you need to be in an abusive relationship or in a relationship where you're being neglected. We're not talking to people who are going through dangers. We're talking to people who are going through difficulties. Yes, it. That's it. You know difficulties. You know things that are common to relationships that it takes your faith yeah. to to overcome. That's right. what we're talking about, right? Yeah. You anything you want to add to that, babe?
0: No, you, you said it perfectly. Uh, you you said everything I would have said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <I> th- <laughs>
1: when you get married You know, you don't make just a promise, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know, you make a vow, you you know, it's like God is involved, you know, I can promise any person, you know, any individual, like I'll pay you back, you know, if you Mm -hmm. give me $5, you know, I'll pay you back. And then if I break that promise or whatever like that, you know, I might ruin your trust. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: when you break a vow, you know, it's like God is involved in that. And so what we want to do is help you to avoid the traps of, of getting divorced. Right. You know, we don't, we want your marriage to last because marriage is a good thing. It's, it's something that um, society needs. And yeah. there is a lot of divorce right now, a lot of single parent uh, family homes, not just in the black community in the white community as well, you know, and, and it's devastating to children. You know, I remember telling someone this, uh, you know, I'm like, divorce, not only is it a living death if you two don't get along or refuse to get along, you can't work well together, Mm -hmm. but it is devastating to children. Because especially if that child or those children were raised in a two-parent home. Yeah. You know, they're one, two, three, you know, four years old. And then all of a sudden y'all are not together anymore. Mm -hmm. That child takes that very personally takes it very personally. What do you have to say about that, sweetie?
0: I say not only the the youth, uh the, the young children, the youth the longer they've had two parents, it's even more serious. I've even heard that people in their twenties, they're not even living at home. It hurts their their mind to a point where they might not even consider marriage could work. Right. Because someone they you know they they love and dearly Trust if they can't make it work, how can I make it work? I mean, not to say that sh- pressure should be put on you, but that's some things you're going to have to work through, especially if you've already been divorced.
1: Now you're in two separate homes, and now the child is crying when they're with you, and they're crying when they're with the other person right you know they because they want both of you and i'm going to tell you something right now. it is a myth, and I wish I had the the, the actual quote. Um, before me, but the child does not relate to simply your love for the child. That's mm-hmm. one thing that we always try to, you know, people say like, I need to love my child. You know, as long as I love her or him, as long as they know that they are loved, they're going to be okay. No, I'm telling you, the child doesn't simply relate to your love for them. They relate to see when they see your love for each other. Right. Right. And that's why it was so very important for me mm-hmm. to make sure that me and my ex-wife got along. I prayed for that. I made the necessary changes in my life so that me and her can get along. Why? Because I knew my my youngest two, mm-hmm. they needed to see me and their mom get along. They needed mm-hmm. to see me honor her. They needed to see us being able to worship together and, and and praise God together and, and do family activities together. They need to see that, you know, only thing that has changed is the geographical location and the kind of love that we have for each other. We still right. have love for each other and we still both are heavily involved in our children's life. And they feel that
0: right. they
1: feel that they don't, you know, it doesn't feel weird right. when you say that.
0: I completely agree with you. I'm just going to add, uh, about the older ones as well. Uh, they had to be longer, but I think it's even healing to them that they can see themselves in a healthy relationship as well. That they can Uh see themselves being married one day because they see how, uh, you can have disagreements, but still stay together and, and create healthy relationships even with um, their previous mom and just maybe just seeing you relate with me, they could see right. it as well.
1: Now I would say this, what I did, mm-hmm. I made sure that I chose a woman that I felt got, a- would get along with my ex. <laughs> I now, you know, I know that may be controversial. I, I know that some people are like, I don't care and everybody's situation is different. Like I told you, when we go into these scriptures, you know, this is the word of God. Yeah. But, you know, as what I'm talking now is out of the wisdom that God has shared with me. Yeah. It was important for me to have someone that I knew that was not going to stir up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Because me and my ex, we have 5 children together. Yeah. Okay? And I all of our children are between her and me, right? That's right. And so we're going to be together. We're going to have some type of connection together. We're going to have some type of conversation or interaction with together until all of our children pass <laughs> away, you know, or we, one of us p- pass. So yeah. our lives are kind of why I said, uh, if you don't get along with each other, it's like a living death, Yeah, you know, but if, if you do get along it's is just part of your life, you know? Right. We're going to see each other. We're going to be around each other as she moves on with her relationships and stuff like that. I pray and I hope that, you know, someone comes into her life that we all get along with each other, you know, because we talk, we interact, all that type of stuff. That Mm -hmm. was, that was important to me. That was truly important to me. And I think I communicated that to you, how important that was uh, in the beginning of our relationship. Did I not?
0: Oh, definitely. But it wasn't that difficult, anyway. The kids are—they were always pretty amazing, so it was yeah. easy to uh, uh, to be able to have a conversation and be respectful. And I always been respectful of the
1: kids' mom. What I want to say is this, and I, and I think this is—you know—you and I don't have children. Yeah. What do you think divorce would mean since we don't have children?
0: Even though we don't have children directly, it's still you are my family. We are united. We are one. We're completely tied in all ways.
1: I know for me, I'll be dead. I would die within a few weeks because I don't know where the bills go. I don't know. I don't know who we owe. I don't know where the where food comes from. I don't, I don't you do, and, and I'm just that type of guy. I don't care. I work, I bring my money home, I get an allowance. And not only just that, it's just like, all the important business and all that type of stuff. That's just what you keep up with. I wouldn't be able to get into the computer. I wouldn't be able to update our Comcast account. <laughs> I would i would be so dead without you. <laughs> if something happened to Kenyatta, know that I am locked out of everything. <laughs> I, I don't have access to nothing. All I care about is that everything is working. That's all. That's all all I care about. But not only that. I met you at a different time in my life. I met you at a time where, you know, it was easier for me to desire to take on the role of a husband, right? And to not be that anymore, because we you you left me, or we're not together anymore, or God forbid, you pass away. I don't know if I would ever want to I don't I don't I don't know how I would ever overcome that. You know, I, I I don't I can never be who I desire to be outside of you. That's how I think about it right now. So
0: uh how can I top
1: that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Do we need to go to commercial break?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're silly.
1: what I want to do is um, we're going to transition to uh, first Corinthians chapter 13, verse four. And we talked about why we kind of started this. We talked about, uh, you know, divorce is a living death, especially if you have children. And and we talked about um, how that could be if you don't have children, but now let's, let's transition to avoiding the traps of divorce. And I think, um, One of the reasons why divorce happens, in my opinion, is because you don't really know that individual. You don't know them. You didn't take the time to do the research or to do the analysis or, you know, do do an inventory on who they were. Because when we meet people, just imagine an iceberg in the ocean.
2: Yeah.
1: And and you know, you you see the top of that that iceberg okay, Uh, you know, above the waterline, you just see a little fraction of it, right? Mm -hmm. But under that waterline, it's, it's the mass of ice is up under there. That Mm -hmm. is the part that will wreck your ship. You know, because when you, when you just see the little tip, you know, you think that your ship can just go on top of it and just break it off. Right. But Mm it's, it's all of that mass of ice that could be you know, um as huge as an underwater mountain, you right. know, that is going to wreck your ship. It's going to destroy it. This is why the Titanic sank. You know, not what, not what not was what was on top of the water, but what everything that was up under it. Now, uh, in a book that I thought it was a pretty good a very good work um uh, uh stephen covey uh the 7 habits of highly effective people mm-hmm. that was a very popular book i actually took a course in um uh you know it's like a business type of thing that you could take mm-hmm. the the 7 habits yeah but one of the the things that w- were were uh, brought out in in that in those classes was the was The stuff that's on top of the waterline, right? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What you see when you meet somebody is normally their personality. Okay, you you meet the the smile, you meet the the you know the person may make you feel warm. The person may be uh, courteous. The person may uh, be a good talker, uh, a good communicator. In in and a lot of times we get caught up in that person's personality and we we can't see their character
0: it's natural to see the personality first the character right. comes over time you you got to dig deeper to get the right. character right that's just fact so
1: it and you said it time yeah it takes time to know somebody's history to know somebody's family to know who you know how they Get along with their mom and dad, how to get along with their siblings, you know, how they treat people that they don't like, you know, are they on any type of drugs? I mean, That's true. And then you marry them. And you know what I call that when you get married? You know what I call what? that?
0: What do you call that?
1: Pre existing conditions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. You do call it that. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs>
1: Let me ask you this question, Kiyada. Okay. Uh, uh, um, knowing what you know now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: knowing what you know now, and yeah. everything that we've been through, and mm-hmm. all of the changes that we've been through, and all of the trouble we've been through, and all of the good times and bad times that we've been through,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if I died, okay, and and <laughs> there was another guy named Bobby was <laughs> okay. just like Robert? Will you marry that person?
0: The young Robert. Yes. Okay. Keep going.
1: No. Would that's, you marry? That's him? it. That's it.
0: That's it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to go through year one and two in our marriage again?
0: No, <laughs> I, I mean I'm wiser now, so I don't know if it would be the same. But you still be the same, so we both need the wisdom. <laughs> so no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I, so, and I assume you t- are the same. You don't right. want that either,
1: right? Right. Um, I don't. I, I think that you know the further you, I think you grow up, and that's right. the whole purpose of it if if god is in your life yeah and and you have a relationship with him and you're and you're doing those things cuz sometimes it's like you know um church if you have a a, a good uh, a, we are blessed to have a consistent church you know a yes. church where mm-hmm. you know what to expect from the pulpit
2: yeah you
1: know what to expect from the singing services the messages and, and the things is consistent you know and and they're thought provoking and i think you and i just enjoy that together
2: mm-hmm.
1: we we enjoy we can pray together we can you know minister to other people together you know mm-hmm. we can do our internet stuff together our right. lives are connected in such a way that to me Because God is in the center, Mm -hmm. and God is steady maturing us. When you hurt me, or when I hurt you, it's easier, therefore, to forgive each other Mm -hmm. and to move on. Agree. When you agree with that,
0: yeah. um, Something's old. I don't know who said it, but to hurt your 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 spouse, your significant other, you're hurting yourself too. Because if you're one. To hurt them is to hurt you, so right. you, I think it's very important to uh make sure to you know get along with each other, forgive and let go.
1: people who can't do that they're miserable the The elasticity you know when mm. the spirit is not there, the elasticity in your relationship becomes brittle wow. it, it it becomes it's like it's almost um um at any time this can break, yeah. And and people can see that your relationship can't take too much more. To try to alleviate the bad things that can happen in that relationship, one of the things that we said, and I want you to explain this, Kenyatta, is that, you know, especially this works really well before you get married. Get a blank piece of paper and write down on one side of it, everything you like about this person and talk about it with family and friends and that that person and laugh and have cocktails or, you know, eat and drink, you know, and just kind of have fun laughing and talk about all of the things that you love about this person, write them down one by one, both of you Mm -hmm. do that, but then turn that paper on the other side and list down all the things you don't like, all the things that you hate about this person and you despise about this person. And then mm-hmm. what you do, putting your heart and your mind, what if this, all of these bad things come with this person? Mm-hmm. Would I marry them if this, none of this never changes? It never changes. Because yeah. really what we're doing is, on the front side, some of that stuff are, are the personality stuff. It's the yeah. stuff that you see on top of the water.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: On the back side, a lot of that is the stuff that you can't see. It's, that, it's their character. Right. If these are things that you're discovering about them and mm-hmm. if their character doesn't change, will you marry them? What do you think? Of?
0: I think that many people don't notice it, but the things that bother you are the ones that highlight and, and become more prominent when you're in marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. So you really got to focus in, can I live with this? This might not only, uh, uh, never go away. It might get worse. <laughs> can you be okay <laughs> with that? And then if you can, okay, maybe y'all can be all right. I mean, you're, you're gonna have to really go towards a come to Jesus oh moment. God. You really need to have that moment and really trust and speak to God about that.
1: And right, so many people marry the person with the right personality in the wrong character. Mm, That's good. So you said, what? That was good. good." Mm -hmm. You focused on their personality. You didn't focus on their character or they Mm -hmm. promised you that they would change or you saw them changing and that was enough for you. And that's why I always say never marry someone who's changing. Marry someone who has changed. Who has changed in the significant ways in which you need them to change? Okay, because if you don't,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you don't know when this person is going to change, or, or if they're going to change. Right. What were you about to say, sweetie?
0: What you were just about to say, uh, or if they're going to change in the first place? Um, I think it's in those situations when you already have in a you already married the individual. It's at a, and you didn't do what we mentioned before. It mm-hmm. you can still have those conversations. It's, it's it's like you you must do it like right now. Like stop what you're doing, pull out this paper, <laughs> and we need you to start with you. In this case, there's probably going to be fewer likes and more dislikes. I mean, right. it, that's what we normally see, but that doesn't mean um, throw it all away. Right. It just means that it's time to get to work.
1: Right. That's your prayer list.
0: Yes. That's your prayer yes. list.
1: Yes. And, and and guess what? Here's a here's a pro tip. You can't change them. That's right. You're married now. You you have married into pre existing conditions. Right. You can't threaten them enough. You can't do it. You can't do that. Only person you could change is you.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's it. It takes time anyway, but you never know if and when the lord is going to answer those prayers uh sometimes he you go through it for a while so you can learn something <laughs> i mean right. o- honestly it's just to prevent if you sometimes the harder road sometimes you fin- you find you there's more growth right if it comes too easy like have you noticed When someone gives you something, you kind of just take it for granted. But when Mm -hmm. you take your time, had to work, do the job, save the money, it's more valuable to you. Right. You protect it more. And I think that's what happens when you trust in God and waiting for him. Now, while you waiting on him, you need to keep praying and working on you. But at the same time, but when that answer prayer comes through it's more meaningful to you
1: this is a perfect segue into scripture let's go to first Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4. now first Corinthians 13 4 this is the love chapter um and I'm just going to to read um, that first verse. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. The, The word that I want to focus on is love is patient. So when I say that you can't change nobody but you, you can't change nobody but you. When you're married to a difficult person, you have to grow up. Well, how do I grow up? You have to, love is, you have to be, God is love. So you have to become love. Right. So God can use you to work in their lives. Well, what kind of love do I need to show? You need to show patience. Right. Now, what do you mean by patience? I want you to understand this. This is good. Uh, um, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 14. It says, verse 14 And I'm reading from the ESV translation of the Bible. Uh, It says this, And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak. Admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak. These are all three characteristics or characters about people that we don't like and that we don't want to be in in relationships with these. These are the kind of people that we typically try to get away from us, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we don't want weak people or faint hearted people or idle people. We don't want, you don't typically want relationships with those guys, types of people because they are draining. Right. 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 But he says this, um, be patient with them all. Now, patient normally, w- when, we, when we think about being patient, we think about patient in the sense of waiting for something. Like if you, if you go to a hospital You go to the patient room, right? Being patient means that you are a thermostat, not a thermometer. What I mean by that, what is the difference? A thermometer, you put it outside, right? If it's hot outside, what happens to it, Kenyatta? The little red thing, what happens? It rises. It rises. If it's cold outside, what happens? It goes down. It goes down. It it reacts to the weather. That's right. To the conditions outside. That's right. But a thermostat is not reactive.
2: No. If
1: you set the thermostat to 70 degrees and it's hot outside, what is it going to be inside? Cool. 70 degrees. hmm right? right? If it's cold outside and you set that thermostat to 70 degrees, what is it going to be inside? It's going to be 70, 70 degrees. degrees. So when God is saying to you, When you're dealing with difficult people, you have to love them. You have to become a specific kind of love to them that displays temperance. Love does not overreact. And who knows how long of a process that's going to be? That's true. So that's why you don't sign up with to marry somebody whose character is shot, <laughs> who has horrible character. You want somebody who has the best character that you can choose. You need somebody in your life that you don't have to worry that you're never gonna get through this. How do you become that kind of person? What you know, what do you do? Or what would you do? Or have you done that with me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that' what- <laughs> i mean it's a it's a choice on a daily basis it's right. a, if it's really um an intense situation it's a moment by moment i'm gonna choose to walk with god I'm going to pray for my spouse and but but work on on what god w- purpose in me to be While you right. working on you You are not this other individual's Holy Spirit. So you can't force or convince or you, God got that individual. Right. So you just keep praying for them, keep working on you. And the other individual will often see those changes gradually. There you
1: go. There you go. That's it. That's where you're you're, you're at. I hope you see what I'm doing. (laughs) I hope you see what you're putting me through. (laughs) That's where we're at. And so you it's easier to walk away before you get married. But when you get married, I mean, you didn't make a promise, you made a vow. Yeah. That's that's, that's right. a that's a different kind of promise. It's God yeah. is included in that. There's rules to this, mm-hmm. and and you have to you should have counted the cost and take into consideration the pre-existing conditions. You you yep. you need you need to have done that. Right. You know, um, because now where we at is the in the level of love that you have to display through the spirit to for them to hopefully see mm-hmm. that God is working in your life and therefore working in their life as a person has been married 30 or 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know, who who this guy was or this girl was 30, 40 years ago. Mm. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you they changed. Right. But hey, t- 30, 40 years, 30 or 40 years, grandchildren later, they mm-hmm. have no idea who grandpa was.
0: <laughs> that is true.
1: I want to read something real quick. Uh, do you have anything you want to add to that before uh, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up here? But I want to read something here that most people... Um, they think about marriage. That is definitely not true. And I want to talk about it just quickly.
0: No, go ahead.
1: Okay. Here's a quote. This is from the Huffington Post. Um, it says this, and I quote, uh, Never, never accept your lot in life if that means it is filling you with anxiety and dread, limiting your potential or damaging your self-esteem. A relationship is only good if you thrive together. If one or both of you feel you are stagnant, resentful, and miserable, then you urgently need to talk about it or agree to seek a third party to help you work through the issues. Mm -hmm. If you fear rocking the boat, then your yacht will never sail into the sunset with the love of your life. It all boils down to choices. Right. Which ones? Will you make, end of quote. Don't that sound like, <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing at? Why are you I laughing? Know. <laughs>
0: I, I, I know it's coming. That's all. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Right. Most people, their relationship, the strength in their relationship has come from the troubles and the trials that they had previously, that they grew through. You right. have to grow up. I think it's, man, You it
0: almost... You kind of even brought up something I mentioned earlier. You need to go through. You you value the information more when you go through stuff. So- something you hold it dear to your heart um, because it might come back up, and you know what to do when the situation. You can prevent it sooner right. because oh, I see the warning signs. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that path. You but know I'm that filled goes. with
1: anxiety and dread. I don't want to. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through that. Well yeah. no hey.
0: None of us yeah. did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good point. You have anything you want to add to that quote? Uh uh anything that uh stands out to you?
0: Um, from that particular um passage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um The the one that's talked about like damaging your Mm. self-esteem. Yeah. 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 Hold on. It says
1: never, never accept your lot in life. If that means it is filling you with anxiety and dread, limiting your potential or damaging your self-esteem. You don't accept that. It's damaging your self-esteem. What you got to say about that?
0: Well, (sighs) damage your self-esteem. Obviously a healthy marriage should promote mutual respect Mm
1: -hmm. and foster
0: good good self-esteem both between both partners and or husband and wife. Right. I mean, it's, you don't help. I mean, you should esteem one another. Just to be honest with you. (laughs) Right. If, if you have any love for one another, esteem one another, speak life into each other.
1: Sometimes marriages um, can be messy and, and everybody doesn't always play by the rules. Right. Um, look at Second uh, Peter chapter three verse nine. This be the last scripture that we go into because um, we're given a lot of good jewels here, and we need to shut it down. But Second Peter chapter three verse nine, um, it says this: The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises, as some count slowness, but is here's that word again, patient towards you not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. God doesn't want to end the relationship with you, so he doesn't overreact when you don't behave according to book, chapter, and verse. Now, let's look back at marriage. Everything is not going to be book, chapter, and verse all the time. Things are going to be said. Things are going to be done. However, the kind of love that God respects is for mm-hmm. someone to look for repentance. Mm-hmm. But it may be a long road to that. Right. But someone has to hope for that. Someone has to hold back their judgment, not pulling the trigger, not trying to be the one ending the relationship. Why? Because you want the relationship to work. Normally, what happens? And I've witnessed this on a couple of occasions. When a person stop trying to change this person and they begin to change themselves, the transformation that happens with themselves, the, mm-hmm. the level of mat- maturity that they develop and grow, that the person that doesn't want to be in that relationship, they leave. Mm-hmm. They will divorce you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you think- not seen that, Kenyatta? Oh, what yeah. do you think about that?
0: Well, I've seen. In, since we're talking about marriage, yes, mm-hmm. I, I, it, but it'll happen in any relationship. The Spirit right. of God will either draw you or will repel, and it's not because it's because of the individual. If if the person wants to individually want to like, I, it's too bright out here. I don't like. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like the Jesus in you. <laughs> it's is reflecting the things i'm doing in my life not that you're poking and pointing how
1: can you love me why are you doing why are you i why would you want to be with me you're not being real I'm being and they'll real leave OG. and they'll That's, leave yeah <laughs> you i am the most
0: authentic <laughs> i've ever been right now <laughs> and i've been that was the the the, the phony right then that's what, you marry the phony this is right. the real and they right. don't want that real
1: right life with my spouse right and we did our first episode talking about growing up and grow up <laughs> Uh, And we're talking about being spiritually mature, avoiding the traps of divorce. And you do that by becoming the love that God has placed in you by his spirit and using the tools of the spirit to change you, not to try to change someone else. Because you can't change them. And God will either draw them to you or he could repel them away from you. Mm Mm-hmm. But you put the ball in God's hands and you That's get right. out of the way and you allow God to do what God does. That's right. At the end of the day, if no one else change, you change. That's right. Any final right. words from you? Stay true
0: to your relationship with God. Um, go through. You. This is nothing new. We've heard You've heard this anywhere. But to do it, is, it can be challenging. But go through it. And you'll come out so much it the relief from it all. You will be more there's more satisfaction looking back, not to mention the testimony that you will have at the end so that you can share it with someone else. Cause I promise you someone else is gonna need to hear it.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: So just hold true to to, to God because He ain't gonna let you go. And Ooh, he'll get good. you
1: through. Right. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, I said, we have to give this scripture. We said we led with this scripture, right? We Mm -hmm. have to go to this scripture, 1 Corinthians 13, 11. The Bible says this, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, Mm -hmm. I gave up childish ways. In other words, what Paul is saying, grow up. That's it. Thank you. That's all we have. Please players, press subscribe, uh, like, share the video, comment. Um, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or anywhere else that you go to get your podcast music or videos, you can find it.
0: And also, I want to say, continue your journey as we continue to build golly marriages one episode at a time.